0: Tell you what, there's a lot that you need to know on the Oilers and the Elks because both teams going now Training camp started today for your Edmonton Oilers. The Elks have another big game coming up on Friday as they will take on the BC Lions. We will talk about both the clubs tonight as we take you through inside sports. Blue Jays looking for another win against the Yankees. In fact, the Blue Jays looking for their fifth consecutive win and they lead the Yankees 1-0. 1-0 for the Blue Jays in the top of the eighth. They very uh, swiftly played and obviously... Low-scoring game. Bichette has the uh, RBI for the Blue Jays. Uh, Kiermeyer scored the run. That was back in the third inning. So uh, the Blue Jays trying to get another victory there. They are in a wild-card spot. The second wild-card spot. Half a game up on both the Rangers and the Mariners who are tied for the final playoff spot in the AL. So hopefully the Blue Jays can uh, close this out in short order and we can let you know about it as we move along tonight on Inside Sports. All right, so... Here's what I can tell you. The uh, Oilers had their uh, medicals and physicals today probably heard Stoff talking about it Matthias Ekholm has a hip flexor so he's going to miss the first few days of uh, training camp of course we're not going to see Sam Gagne in the uh, preseason as well as he gets over the hip surgery from the summer they uh, start the on ice sessions tomorrow a game already on Sunday it's a 4 o'clock start at Rogers Place Oilers against the Jets we'll have the face-off show starting at 2.30 here on 6.30 Jed and they are getting right into it in the preseason five games in seven days Days to start it off for the Edmonton Oilers. Of course, they're all here on 630 Chet. So uh, we heard from several players today. Uh, Ken Holland, who's the GM, not a player. Yes, I realize that. The, uh, the GM and president of hockey operations, yeah, Jack Campbell spoke, Stuart Skinner. Uh, you had Evander Kane and uh, Matthias Ekholm taking some questions as well. And of course, you had two Oilers legends Uh, give their thoughts about being this year's inductees into the Oilers Hall of Fame. That game in a little over a month when the Oilers play the Rangers at Rogers Place, Doug Waite and Charlie Huddy. So uh, we're going to hear from them as we move along tonight as well. This always leads to some interesting discussion. The, the, The gentlemen who are already in the Hockey Hall of Fame were automatically inducted into the Oilers Hall of Fame. They started it off last year with Ryan Smith and uh, Lee Foglin, and now this year, uh, Doug Waite and Charlie Huddy. So for fun, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three who should be next the hotline presented by certainty the pros choice for roofing siding drywall insulation and ceiling systems certainty pro all the way just talking about this with some folks in the sports part the sports department today jason smith rugged popular defenseman big part of the 06 cup run team was here for several years wore the sea I, I think he would have to come to mind um you know, somebody said, what about Dwayne Rollison? You know, wasn't here very, uh, as long as some people, but excellent goaltender when he was on his game and a big part of that 06 team as well. And I mean, you can start looking down the list, uh, you want to look at someone like Bill Guerin. Uh, do you want to honor somebody else who was kind of a role player on the Stanley Cup teams in the 80s and in, in, uh, in 1990? Uh, whether you want to look at somebody like Craig McTavish, or you know, who also coached and was the GM of the team, somebody like Randy Gregg. Uh, who knows? Uh, a bunch of names out there. I'm probably missing something. You want to talk about seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three, just for fun? I know we did this last year when they announced the class. I think. Uh, to me, weight was... was Well, both these guys, I think, were... You knew they'd be in one of the first couple of classes. I, I think Ryan Smith was an obvious choice for last year. Fogelin maybe wouldn't have been an obvious choice for a lot of people for the first class, but I, I think again, that was along the lines of hey, let's honour a player who didn't get a lot of headlines on those uh, cup teams in the 80s, but was integral to their development and, and a couple of the championships as well. So who do you think is next? after uh, who, Who's going to be next year after Wait and Huddy going in this year? Alright, so uh, one guy who is, is on an expiring contract is Ken Holland, the GM of the team. He was asked about his future.
1: You know my focus. I want to win a Stanley Cup. I mean, it's, everybody in that room wants to win it. That's that's my focus. You know, I've I've been fortunate to have been part of four teams that won a Stanley Cup. Um, there's nothing like it for the city, um, for the players, for the organization. Um, that's that's my focus. Uh, I'm not. You know, I'll worry about me. Near the end of the at the end of the year, uh, everybody knows it, how old I am. I'm, I, I had the green banana joke, you know, here last year in 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 May. So um, I'm focused on every day trying to figure out how we can make our team uh, the best that it can be, and then everything else takes care of itself, and I'll worry about that down the road. But for. I'm thrilled to be here. I got a lot of juice. I got a lot of energy. I'm very motivated. Um, I'm th- excited to work with Jeff Jackson. we got great ownership. we got a, a, a passionate fan base. Um, I think we've got a really good team, and I'm really excited for, for this season.
0: Yeah, I think kind of what you would expect Ken Holland to say. I don't think he's going to make any announcements definitively about his future right now. I, I would suspect this is probably his last year as uh, as general manager of the team, and he's hoping to go out with a championship. But that's how he put it in his words today. The the PTO guys, uh, you got Gagne, who we're not going to see. You got Brandon Sutter coming back from two years away from hockey, dealing with long COVID, and you got Adam Ernie, who uh, could be a guy to watch here as we move along I mean they they added him as a PTO last week he's uh, played for Tampa Bay he's played for uh, Detroit not a uh, a high-flying player by uh, any means but sort of a guy who can play a role I asked Ken Holland uh, about Adam Ernie today
1: well, I like that he's you know, I like that he's big. I thought you know when you look at our obviously we lost some size over the course of the summer you know you know had to trade cost because of money Bukestad obviously went back to Arizona. Those are two big forwards. Um, I like that he, he you know you like to have some some size on your on your team. He's got you know, he's 28 years old. I like his age. Uh, he was, um, you know. I talked to Jeff Blaschel about him. I've talked to Pat Verbeek about him. Obviously, Pat Verbeek was with him in uh, in, in in Detroit and in Tampa Bay. Blash coached him in uh, in Detroit. Uh, he's a he's a great he's a great person. Um, very well respected in the locker room. He's he's 28 years of age. Um, he's been around the league a lot. Uh, he can play on the bottom part of the roster. If, if you get some injuries, I think he could go up. He can play in the top part of the roster. I think he was Detroit's leading scorer or goal scorer in the uh, in the um, during the pandemic in those that 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 they had their own little division. So I think all those things are reasons why he obviously was looking for a, a contract. Couldn't get a contract. He wants to win. He's been in a winning organization you know in Tampa Bay Um, I like that you know I respect Steve Eisenman Steve was the manager in Tampa Bay when Steve went from Tampa to Detroit he traded for him and brought him with him so you know you 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 go one thing after the other and and ultimately it's a PTO he can come in and and, uh, he knows that we're trying to win and uh, He knows that we've lost some big people, some big forwards over the course of the summer. So he's coming in here trying to earn a job.
0: Uh, I got to admit, when Holland said that today, I was like, what? Leading goal scorer with Detroit? It's true. In the uh, pandemic-shortened 56-game season in 2021, Adam Ernie played 45 games, had 11 goals. That tied for the team lead on the Red Wings with Anthony Mantha, who was traded to Washington. Along the way. Now, 11 goals in 45 games, not overly sexy, but hey, over the uh, course of a whole season, you might be flirting with 20. Clearly, that's not why he's being brought in, but uh, perhaps a guy who could provide versatility if really needed for a few games a little higher in the lineup. I mean, he's not going to be a top six player permanently here, but I think he is a guy to watch. And uh, as he said, you know, got a little bit of size there. So that's uh, Ken Holland talking about Adam Ernie, who's in on a PTO. Goaltending, always a big concern for the team. The the knock on Jack Campbell was that uh, he can be pretty hard on himself. And, And I think we saw and heard that at times last year. He, uh, you know, overall an underwhelming season from Campbell, though he did have an impressive winning streak in uh, January and February. And when he came into relief in the playoffs, he he did his job in tough situations. So obviously got the win in that overtime comeback against the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, Campbell talked today about strengthening his mental
2: game. Yeah, I mean, I got some great people in my life that I uh, was fortunate enough to meet and and work with. So I've been just working hard on different things and not beating myself up so much. And, uh, yeah, just really allowing myself to to be me, which, uh, you know, I'm really excited about.
0: All right, so a little bit there from Jack Campbell and uh, Stuart Skinner. The other goaltender, he also answered some questions today. And uh, look, goaltending a position, it gets talked about a lot. There's no hiding. If uh, you make a mistake, it can be scrutinized, sometimes overly scrutinized. But uh, Skinner said, uh, you know, if you're a fan talking about him, if you're a media commentator talking about him, whatever. He doesn't really pay attention. It doesn't really matter what, what they say. I think uh, uh, what matters is, is kind of what's going on with me and Jack and the rest of the team. Um, it's a team game. Uh, a lot of parts go into defending, a lot of parts go into offense, and uh, for us to just be a tight team and work together
3: uh, every single day and get better every day, I think that's going to be uh, the most important thing.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, that's the name of the game, though. I score, score more goals than the other team, you end up winning, right? So um, I'm, I'll definitely do, uh, do my best to, to do my job all year. Yeah, Skinner, uh, we've talked about him a lot, likes uh, stoicism, doesn't get overly emotional about things, uh, tries to sort of uh, keep a sharp focus and not let the outside noise bother him, and he continues to have that attitude. By the way, um, you can see the current Oilers uh, go through a training camp session, a scrimmage coming up on Saturday, so Oilers fan day, Returning to Rogers Place in Ice District Plaza. Free event from 10.30 to 2.30. This is on uh, Saturday. This is on Saturday. And there's going to be a hot stove interview with uh, Brett Kulak and Cody Cece from the Oilers. There's uh, face painting, a balloon artist, a lot of the, you know, a lot of stuff like that that I'm into. Uh, a skill testing hockey zone for the kids in Ice District Plaza. All that uh, kind of stuff. EdmontonOilers.com slash Fanday to get all the details. But that's cool. Kulak and Cece now going to be part of that uh, hot stove. I know a lot lot of fans happy today to see doug waite and uh and charlie huddy the inductees this year's class for the oilers hall of fame doug waite uh you know part of an oilers team that often was a little bit undermanned you know no salary cap and the oilers were outspent by a lot of big boys in the league but it didn't prevent them from upsetting dallas in 97 and colorado in 98.
3: Amazing. I mean, I look back and it's it's kind of like our Stanley Cup then, you know. But amazingly, we still had the belief. Uh, we had some really good leadership in our coaches, and uh, I don't know. I mentioned the fact that Slats wanted to, to keep our core together and grow us together as a as a group, and we just really cared for each other, and we we stepped our game up and, and uh, played a physical brand of hockey. I think back in the day of. You really, really, we really got out of our comfort zone, all our players, whether we were, uh, we all seemed to play differently in those playoffs. Today, and I hope people enjoyed it because I, I always, you know, heard some great things from the teams we played, whether we won or lost, that we, uh, we were hard to play against. So I think that's what you wanted to be.
0: Yeah, Doug Waite and uh, yeah, those teams, like he said, they uh, they got out there and they could mix it up and they could play together and some uh, epic upsets over Dallas and Colorado in the late 90s. As for Charlie Huddy, excellent defenseman and he was often paired with uh, Paul Coffey and he told this story about his early days with Coffey. Uh, the
3: one time when I first when I first came up, I was up and down a bunch of times, and then he said to me the one day, he just said, hey, listen, if you want to get noticed, you want Slats to notice how hard you're working, here's what what we can do. I'll stay in front of the net. In our end, you work both corners, and he'll see how hard you're working, and then hopefully you can stick around. And I did it for once. I said, yeah, then Teddy Green's going to yell at me, or Slats is going to yell at me for running around, but you
0: no, know, he did tell me that. All right, that's a good story there from Charlie Huddy. Who uh, he so the game is Thursday, October twenty sixth. It's the home game before they go outside to uh, play the Flames in the Heritage Classic at Commonwealth seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. You can also email Inside Sports at six thirty ched dot com. Logan sent me an email. He says, "Hi, Reed." Based on my childhood, I idolized Tommy Sallow, but I think Rolison should get into the Oilers Hall of Fame because we wouldn't have gone to the cup final without him. Logan adds, however, I'm quite surprised that Charlie Huddy isn't in the rafters with all his cups. Sounds to me like he was our Ekholm to our Bouchard to make a comparison to current players. Well, with the exception of Al Hamilton, who was the first Oiler to have his number retired, Uh, all the guys up there are in the Hockey Hall of Fame. So that's kind of the standard. And and Kevin Lowe went up after he got into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, So I I guess we got to keep that in mind when we're talking about Huddy or anybody else who might be a a candidate to uh, have his jersey go up into the rafters. But I think Huddy uh, very deserving to be in the Oilers Hall of Fame. i got a trivia question about Charlie Huddy. 780-496-0063, we're going to give away an Inside Sports canned ham t-shirt. They're hard to come by. I I went out for Monday Night Football the other night, and one of my uh, buddies, uh, he's more of a a friend of a friend, but I know him from hanging out and stuff, Uh, and he goes, my neighbor had a garage sale the other day, and I go over there, and he's wearing this shirt with your picture on it. And I was like, yes, those are the inside sports canned ham t-shirts. So you will see them in the wild occasionally. Here's the question about Charlie Huddy. So uh, Aiden Ganim's working in the control room. He'll queue up the contestants and uh, we'll have you do the trivia question, uh, answer it live after the break. But I will give you a minute or so to think about it. With what NHL team did Charlie Huddy play his final game in the league? With, with what team did Charlie Huddy play his final Game in the NHL. 7804960063. We'll get to that in a couple of minutes. Inside Sports on Chad. Even more insurance. All right, so here's the deal 7804960063 to get the uh, coveted Inside Sports Canned Ham t shirt. With what team did Charlie Huddy play his final NHL game? We have Jason on the line. Good evening, Jason. What's going on? Hey, Reed, how are you? I'm assuming that you don't own any other T-shirts if you want a canned ham shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what if you aren't made T-shirts, which I'm going to see right away. Rock on. Oh, they're tonight. That's right. Okay.
3: No, not tonight. Not tonight. In about nine days, I do believe.
0: Okay. I, saw. So I remember seeing that they were coming, and when you said that, I, I assumed it was tonight. So I was trying to you know, fake it, but it didn't work. time to go. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, if I remember correctly... Uh, the Sabers? Yes, he played one game with Buffalo in ninety six, ninety seven. Turned okay. out to be his final game. So, no, what do you what do you think? Huddy and who? Huddy and Wait. Who do you think should be next?
2: Uh, you, you know what? I,
0: I, Huddy. You... No, like next year, who would you put in? Like uh, oh, Jason. Oh, next year. Jason Smith, Marshawn, Garen oh. Randy Gregg. I don't know. I'm just throwing names out there. Oh,
3: you, you, you know what? I'd have to.
0: Gator Yeah I I think he's probably Because he was a captain For a long time too Right Yeah yeah.
2: Oh he 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 was a warrior
0: You know So I don't know Awesome great show You should be a comedian too Reed. Okay well thank you Stay on the line all right? (laughs) So if we can get your uh, Shirt size And all that kind of stuff uh, To the couple guys Who called in And didn't get on uh try again later. All right, Aiden, just throw Jason on hold for a second. Jason will hang on, we'll get to you a sec, because I know Aiden we've got to catch up on some text as well. Uh what are what else are people saying on the line about the next oilers who get into the team's Hall of Fame?
2: For sure. We've got uh Steve Smith or Dave Lumley, who was a great journeyman. Uh that's from Luke.
0: Yeah, uh, Steve Smith was an excellent defenseman. You're right. And the, you know, the awful play in 86. And I, I always remember him lifting the cup in 87 with just that look of joy on his face. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Smiths was very good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got Oilers Hall of Fame has to include the late, great Dave simenko That one's from Arnie.
0: Yeah, I wonder. I, I, and I brought up John Muckler with Bob in one of our chats a couple of weeks ago. And I think there will be some, some people that we've lost inducted. Bob said they might be leaning towards people who are still with us uh, uh, off the beginning. But yeah, Dave Simenko, obviously beloved, played. You know, he played a role on the team. Uh, and, and Muckler, for, I mean, he, he was the head coach of a Stanley Cup winning team. There, there aren't a lot of people in the world who have coached their team to the Stanley Cup, and he was an assistant on the other four. So to me, Muckler would be up there as well. But of course, we've lost him too.
2: For sure. Uh, Reed. how about the only oiler that spoke his own language essa Tikkanen <laughs>
0: like from, yeah. from James. For, forget about the hockey ability, just the fact that he had his own language. That's We should play the, uh, we'll try to play it before we go tonight. I know I had it on Chelsea on Shed, but the story uh, Wait told about being traded for Tikkanen the day of a game between the Oilers and the Rangers, and they passed each other, carrying their equipment down the hallway. That's a great story.
2: For sure. We've got, from River City, Raleigh, he thinks Sean Horkoff and Jason Smith should get in for sure.
0: Yeah, Horkoff, I think Jason Smith's an Automatic, uh probably for next year. Uh yeah, Orkoff was was a very good player. I mean was a top offensive player for a couple of years, right? Um, I, I know a lot of people got on him about the contract, but Would you turn down that money if you were offered it?
2: (laughs) No, no way. (laughs) Uh, Al Hamilton was an original Oiler from day one of the WHA up to his retirement as an NHL Oiler. That's my understanding why his number is hanging from the rasters.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yes, he was. You know, I wasn't criticizing the fact that he was in there. He was inducted before they inducted all the Hall of Fame guys, and that's sort of become the rule over the years. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, John says Ryan Smith.
0: He's, he went in last year.
2: Okay. Well. Um.
0: All right. We'll catch up on more of those as we move along. Uh, I think I said the inning wrong, by the way. The Blue Jays game is in the eighth, but they are up 3 nothing. I might have said the ninth before. I don't know. Uh, but the Blue Jays are up 3 nothing in the bottom of the eighth now against the Yankees. Blake Dermott Next.